Welcome to today's very special episode of the Normalized Surrogacy Podcast. This is your host, Carrie Flamer-Powell, and I'm so excited to bring you this wonderful interview with Alexandra, who we now know was the gestational carrier for John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. Um, At the time this was recorded, Alexandra was a few days away from delivering, and she has since delivered a very healthy and gorgeous baby boy for Chrissy and John. And so we are so grateful and happy that we were able to chat with Alexandra. And of course, we did not know at the time who she was carrying for, but we knew that it was going to be a really special announcement once the news came out. And it was. So we're so excited to see how close and loving the relationship is between Alexandra and Chrissy and John and their families. And we believe that the way that the relationship has grown and evolved is the way that we hope all surrogacy journeys will go and the way that Chrissy and John recognized Alexandra in their public announcement of their journey was so heartfelt and warm and genuine. And we just love seeing that in surrogacy. So congratulations to John, Chrissy, and their family, and congratulations to Alexandra and her family. And we're just so excited to bring you this special interview. Enjoy. Welcome to today's episode of the Normalized Surrogacy Podcast by Surrogacy Mentor. I'm your host, Carrie Flamer Powell, experienced gestational surrogate, surrogacy agency founder, and owner of Surrogacy Mentor, where our aim is to help surrogates match with reputable surrogacy agencies for a safe, ethical, and enjoyable surrogacy journey. Today, I'm excited to have experienced gestational surrogate Alexandra with us today. Welcome, Alexandra. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely excited to chat with you. And I know that you are like days, hours away from delivering, right? Yes, I am um, getting induced next week. I'm hoping baby comes on his own, but yeah, next week on Wednesday is when I'm supposed to have him. Wow, that's exciting. So I don't know exactly what date this will air, but right now that's like three or four days away. So you're super close and I bet you're ready. As we so, all <laughs> so ready. I'm yes, sorry. as we all are at that stage. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate you being with us today. So why don't you just start by just telling us a little bit about you, your family, and what led you to being a surrogate? Um, I'm just a wife, a mother, and um a two-time surrogate now. And honestly, what brought me to surrogacy was I was talking to my grandma and I was like, you know, I had really easy pregnancies with my with my daughter pregnancy, I should say. And she was like, yeah, you're so lucky. And I was just like, you know, I would totally do this again, but I'm not sure if I want to have another child because my husband has two children from a previous marriage. So we have a full house as it is. And she was like, why don't you just donate your eggs? And I was like, Mm, I don't know how I feel about that one. But then I was, you know, looking into it just to kind of, you know, appease her because she's like, you should be an egg donor. And then I came across surrogacy and it just kind of hit home for me because I was like, there's so many families out there who can't have a baby. And I had a really easy pregnancy. So I would totally do this. 
And my grandma's like, you're nuts, but okay. (laughs) That's what you want to do. And I literally just took the leap that same day and just filled out a questionnaire and started on my journey. And I just went into it so blind. Like I just followed the steps and that's how I got to my first one. Um, But after that journey, I saw how beautiful it is. And in seeing how beautiful it was, I also saw the stigma surrounding it. And it just made me really sad because there's, I feel like it's such a taboo topic when it shouldn't be, you know? Absolutely. So that was your first journey. When did you do your first journey? I started my first journey back in 2019. Mm -hmm. um, And I gave birth to my first surrogate um, baby in March of 2021. My daughter was about nine months at the time when I started looking into it. Mm -hmm. So I've literally been pregnant like every two years. (laughs) Yeah, you've been like basically pregnant since what, 2018, 2017, something like that? (laughs) Yeah, 2018 now I've been pregnant consistently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're definitely done. You're you're ready to deliver. What? Ready? That's what I'm like, let's do this again. My husband's like, can we get through this before you start? (laughs) Before you start trying to do another one. Right. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about your family, your husband, you mentioned your husband. Um, how has he felt about you being a surrogate? And I understand this time around, you are actually caring for a celebrity couple. And obviously we can't talk about who that is. Um, but uh, tell me a little bit about how has he felt about this second journey and how has this journey been different or has it been different carrying for a celebrity couple? So when I first told my husband, I wanted to do surrogacy the first time he was like, that's a hard no. Like Mm -hmm. he wanted nothing to do with it. He was like, that's weird. Um, Mm -hmm. He was very abrupt about it, but it took, you know, a little convincing for, you know, I had to give him research. I feel like people when they don't understand something, their automatic response is like, no, negative, don't don't like it. But after giving him some research and kind of, you know, educating him on it, he actually, you know, came around and was really excited. And we have such a great relationship with my first intended parents. Um, They were a same-sex couple, so two dads. And, you know, we just thought it was the most beautiful thing watching them become dads because they had waited 10 years. So it was just so beautiful to watch it. And my husband's not emotional and he was crying (laughs) in the delivery room. Um, And I was just kind of like side-eyeing him just because he didn't cry when our daughter was born. And I was always (laughs) like, why Why didn't you cry? the heck? And he's like, I'm not an emotional guy. I just don't cry. But then here we are in the delivery room delivering my first surrogate baby. And he's bawling like a baby. Um, Sweet though. So for our second journey, you know, he was totally excited, totally on board. When we found out it was for a celebrity couple, he was taken back again by that because he was just like, oh, my gosh, this is like so big. You know, how do you feel about it? And I was always really excited, um, nervous because, you know, 
you can get starstruck by people. And I, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to treat them just like normal people, but it's like, so hard when people are so famous. Sure. <laughs> um, and we got to know them and they were just the sweetest, most down to earth people we'd ever met. And they welcomed us into their family with open arms and we did the same. So mm-hmm. it was just, it's, it's a little different because my first intended parents, they lived in um, Seattle, Washington, and I'm in San Diego, California. So right. even though we had, we FaceTimed and we have, um, we texted all the time and we made it as special as we could. It was a lot different than being able to spend physical time with them. Whereas my intended parents right now, um, we live in the same state, so mm-hmm. it's easy for us to get together and, you know, um, go out to dinner and, you know, make these memories in person, which I wish I would have been able to do with my first journey. It doesn't make it any less special. It just makes it a little different. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I was overwhelmed in the beginning just because of their celebrity status. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I was very like, I want to protect my family's privacy. I want to protect their privacy. Um, you know, with celebrities, there comes fans, but there also comes people who don't like them. (laughs) And, you know, you can be tied to that just, um, you know, if you like them, you know what I mean? So that was a little worrisome for me, but that all kind of faded away as the pregnancy progressed. You know, Mm -hmm. I stopped looking at them as this celebrity couple and I started looking at them like family. Right. I love that. And so um, have you had any issues with your family's privacy being invaded? Like I've, I have friends who've carried for famous people and they had paparazzi outside of their, the surrogate had paparazzi outside of her door. Um, have you had any issues with anything like that? No, thank goodness. Um, just because, you know, NDAs were signed and I've been, you know, very vig- vigilant about keeping their privacy intact just because I'm also protecting my family in that way. Yeah. Um, even in the beginning, since I live in San Diego, they live in Los Angeles. Um, when I would go up there for any doctor's appointments or anything, um, or any meets with them, we would rent a car because there are paparazzi and we didn't want them to get my, you know, my license and, or not my license, but my um, license plate right? and, you know, tie it back to us. I was really, you know, hyper-focused on that, mm-hmm. but now it's like, I fly so heavy under the radar that, you know, there's no way we do take precautions. Like if we go to a restaurant, we go in separately or, you know, if we're going to doctor's appointments, there's an, a, a, another entrance they go into and I'll go into an entrance. So we keep it very, you know, we respect, they respect my privacy, my family's privacy, and I respect theirs. Right. Well, that's awesome. I love that you've been able to navigate. I mean, you're getting ready to deliver in a couple of days. You've been able to navigate this entire time with everyone feeling protected and respected and no drama from the celebrity side of things, just the good parts of getting to know each other as intended parents and surrogates and and surrogate, which is amazing. I love that. That's really great. So talk about your um, experience. Did you go through an agency to meet these parents? Um, What was your experience of like going through screening 
And obviously, how has your pregnancy been? So I did go through an agency. It was different. It's a different agency than my first journey. And I love them. It's Genesis Group. Oh, Genesis. Genesis Got it. Out of California. Yeah. And they are so amazing. Um, They've been amazing from the start. Mm -hmm. And the process is a lot quicker, I feel like, for an experienced surrogate, just because we have all those medical records. Tracking down the medical records is like the hardest part. So um, once you've just recently delivered a baby, it's like everything's kind of right there. So Right. Um, all of the medical records were there available. It wasn't, there wasn't that much of a wait time. I know every circumstance is different, but for me, it was a really speedy process. And then I was, you know, on top of it and my agency matched me with my intended parents, which, you know, turned out to be a match made in heaven. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm really grateful for all of that. And the screening process was super easy, um, I feel like the first time as a first time surrogate can be a little nerve wracking, but mm-hmm. second time as a second time surrogate, I knew what to expect. So I was like very type A. I had all of my documents ready to make the process a lot easier. Um, and, you know, like I said, my intended parents have just been so great and every pregnancy is different, but this is the first time I'm pregnant with a boy. So mm-hmm. He's been very nice to me. He doesn't, he didn't give me any morning sickness. Um, That's great. He's just been such an easygoing baby that he's so comfortable. And I'm like, are you ready to, <laughs> to come out? Like, I'm, I feel like I've just made it so, I wanted him to have the most serene gestation possible. Now I'm yeah. like, he's a little too comfy. And <laughs> he doesn't want to come out. buddy. <laughs> And his parents are so ready to meet him. And I'm just like, you know, I always go pretty long in my pregnancies, always like 39 in a few days. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, are you ready yet? And I'm like, I am, but he's not. <laughs> right. He's comfy. Oh, that's adorable. I love that. Um, so that's amazing that you've been able to have such a great, easy pregnancy and everything's been calm. And so Do you guys have a plan set up for the birth in terms of privacy and making sure that there's not anything crazy that's going to happen? Are you, I'm assuming, delivering at a hospital? Yes. So we plan on delivering at a hospital. Um, My induction, if baby doesn't come before, my induction date is scheduled and I'm going to be going in at midnight. So the hospital will be empty and, you know, my intended mom is really, um, she's really just so amazing. She wants to be with me every step of the way. So she's actually going to check in with me Mm. and, um, spend the night with me. So she doesn't miss anything. And we really, I wanted to make this as intimate as possible. Um, so we discussed her delivering the baby just because I think that would be such a wonderful thing for her to experience, you know, um, keeping her as involved. I think that comes full circle. You know, I carry the baby, but you'll bring your baby into the world when the time is, you know, when the time is right. So, and she was so stoked on that. She was like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much for, you know, wanting me to do that. I would love to do that. And, um, I can't wait for that moment to be honest, just to watch her bring her baby into the world and see what that is like. Cause I've never, I've never experienced that either. So I'm really excited about that. Oh, that is really neat. I love that she's going to check in with you and be there with you. And then you guys get to experience all those first moments together. And she gets to experience 
like you said, that first moment with her baby. I think that's amazing. I love that. That's really neat. Okay. And so in terms of advice that you would give um, to women considering becoming a surrogate, what are some things that come to mind when you think maybe there are women listening? And of course, we don't want to give the impression that everyone listening that wants to be a surrogate is going to get to carry for a celebrity because it is quite rare, right? Um, Right. what, What advice do you have for people? I would say do your research, you know, do as much research as you can, um, figure out, you know, the qualifications for surrogacy. So you don't go into it automatically thinking like, yeah, I'm going to be a surrogate. And then, you know, you find out that there are different qualifications at the end of the day, surrogacy, you know, your health and well-being comes first, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be this vessel to carry this child. So mm-hmm. you need to make sure that you're in the right place mentally um, physically, you know, pregnancy can be a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we got to make sure that, you know, put your health and well-being first. And then, you know, if you feel like you're in a good place, do as much research as you can. Not all agencies are created equal. So mm-hmm. really do your research on an agency. Um, I got lucky. <laughs> I got lucky with Genesis Group. There's, they've been such an amazing agency and they really put their surrogates first. And, you know, that's what really hit home for me is that they not only take care of the intended parent and they're looking out for the intended parent, but they're also looking out for the surrogate. So um, do your research on your agency and don't be afraid to ask questions, you know, get as much of your questions answered, do as much research as you can and have a realistic expectation when it comes to timeline, because it takes a while. (laughs) Pregnancy does not... Typically, you know, the whole surrogacy process doesn't happen overnight. I think a lot of women think like, I'm going to be a surrogate and I'll be a surrogate in like two months and I'll be pregnant. Like, no, right. yeah. <laughs> does not yeah. Um, it takes a while. So just kind of keep that timeline aware, you know, just kind of look into the different timelines and, and keep a realistic expectation on how fast it's going to take. Yep. Absolutely. That's something that we talk about a lot at Surrogacy Mentor is a realistic timeline. And we actually have it on our website to help people understand like this is like months of investment of your time up front, especially to get through the screening and get to the point where you can even be ready to start the IVF process for pregnancy. It could sometimes be up to a year. It just depends on your situation, right? And what sort of testing and screenings and things you have to go through. Um, in terms of, um, doing your research, that's something that I think a lot of people say and hear in the surrogacy industry. And I think it's number one, so true. And I think that's why organizations like ours surrogacy mentor exists is to help people dig through that research that we've already done as professionals. Right. And I know you've worked in the industry as well. And, People that are maybe listening that are like, there's so many agencies. I'm so overwhelmed. I everyone seems legit. That all their websites feel like they're the same. Um, would you recommend they go through a company like Surrogacy Mentor to help surrogates guide them through that process? Yes, I highly recommend that. Just because it's so much better talking to an experienced surrogate, someone who's been through this process, who can you know, help you outline what it's going to look like, the timeline, what you're going to go through. 
and, you know, get all of your questions answered. Maybe even some questions that you wouldn't even feel comfortable asking an agency. You know, you can ask someone who's been through it and you, someone who you build a rapport with and someone you feel comfortable with. And, you know, you can get all of your fears. If you have any, you can, you know, talk those out. You can get all of your questions answered. They can help you, you know, go through everything. So you don't feel overwhelmed because that is something that I've seen working in the industry is so many, there's so many agencies like out there that claim to be the best. And it's like, you can just get kind of lost in the shuffle, you know, and not knowing what to ask, not knowing what you're going into, it can feel really overwhelming. So having, you know, someone to advocate for you and tell you, this is what's going to happen. This is, you know, how it works. Give you as much information as you can, so you can make the best decision for yourself and for your family. Yes, I agree hundred percent. And so I guess my last question for you is what's next for you? Like you've been pregnant, like all these years in a row, pretty much what's next. Are you going to do a third journey? Um, I, you know, I'm already trying to think ahead of like that. And my husband's like, can you calm down? Like, (laughs) let's take a calm, calm down, like get through this pregnancy and then we'll talk about the future. But, um, I definitely still want to work in the industry. I'm so passionate about surrogacy. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to, you know, anyone who's looking into it, I want to help them. I want them to understand that it isn't as taboo as people make it seem. I've heard some comments recently um, on social media about it being transactional and all these other things. And I really just want to help eliminate that stigma because, you know, every every situation is so different. And I want to help any woman who's interested in this. And working in the industry has, you know, shown me so many different things. And I'm so grateful to have worked in the industry for, you know, until I took a break so I could have this baby, but I definitely want to get back into it. Um, And if my intended parents wanted to do a sibling journey, I would be so excited to do that for them, but I'm not getting any younger. So I (laughs) I have to figure it out, but I definitely want to work in this industry still, I um, I want to be a voice for women who definitely want to do this and I want to help them and guide them. And I don't want them to be, you know, hesitant because of all the negative comments out there about surrogacy. I want to shed the light on what it's really like. Yeah, a hundred percent. I am such a huge advocate for that. And I get myself into trouble on like TikTok because I'll go in the comments and I'll fight with people. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, it's child trafficking. I'm like, read a book. <laughs> so I get so angry, but yeah. So that's why we have the podcast is so that we can, and the company itself, so that we can educate people and dispel some of these myths and give like real voices to real experiences of people that have done it. Cause so many people that have these opinions, they've never done it. They don't know anything about it. They're just you know, making judgments from the sidelines and they don't really know how beautiful and how amazing and how life-changing it is for so many people. And I'll never stop advocating for surrogacy and the good that I think it does in the world. And it sounds like you're on that same page. And I love that. Yeah. There's so much beauty in it. And like with anything, there's ignorance, but I'm more of like a, a, like my husband's the one that like gets really defensive and he's like, you don't even know what it is. Like, don't talk about things you don't know. And I'm like, listen, 
I'm the more calm one because I'm like, babe, they just, you know, people fear what they don't understand. They're all, they're always going to be negative about it because they don't, they don't know they're ignorant. Right. So, and then sometimes you educate them and they're still like, no, that's not what it is. And it's just like, you can't win. But for the women out there who really want to learn and know what it is and, and really they're, they they want to be excited, but they're scared because they see all this negativity. It's like, I want to help squash that because yeah. it's such a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Well, I just love your story and I love that you shared it with us. And by the time this airs, you will have delivered and um, your story will probably be pretty public. And so I appreciate you chatting with us before all the craziness starts. And <laughs> I wish you a wonderful, beautiful delivery and everyone's happy and healthy. And just thanks so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And that brings us to the end of this episode of the Normalized Surrogacy Podcast by Surrogacy Mentor. Again, I'm your host, Carrie Flamer-Powell. And I want to again, thank our very special guest, Alexandra, for joining us for this chat today. Be sure to check us out online at surrogacymentor.com. If you're interested in knowing more about surrogacy and whether it might be right for you, take our easy two-minute quiz on our website. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to learn more about gestational surrogacy and how to have a safe, ethical, and enjoyable surrogacy journey. And for those interested in an independent journey, visit our sister company, modernparentmentor.com. Talk to you next time.